0: Welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ebert Knight. I'm Andrew Nicole. And so, on the show, we're talking about seven practical steps that you as an investor can take to attract a tenant in a tougher market. Now, this actually came from a question from one of our most recent webinars, and this one stuck out to you, Andrew. Yeah,
1: I remember reading this, and the question was, my rental has had no tenants for three months.
0: Dot, dot, dot. So I think this is something we're going to ask here, the seven things you could do if you haven't had a tenant for three months because that would be really concerning. And look, the first thing that's really important to know is you've got to treat your tenants like a customer. Now, some of the things we're going to talk to you about are really obvious. But if you are going to attract a customer, we've got to go back to the four P's of marketing. Do you remember from your year 11 economics class? It was a lot longer ago for me than it was from you, mate. (laughs) So the four P's that we talk about in marketing and everything we talk about today kind of comes under this are price, promotion, the way you promote the product, the product itself and the place where you're advertising it. So Andrew, let's go through them. Kick us off with number one.
1: Okay, number one, the most obvious, change the price. Reduce the asking rent. So tenants are price sensitive, just like the rest of us. And so if they're sitting on Trade Me, they've got the ability to look at multiple properties and multiple different price brackets, and they're looking for the best property they can get at the best price. That's just, let's face it. So if you want to get a tenant really, really quickly, the fastest way is to sharpen the price. Do you mean sharpen the price? That's what I said, didn't I? Sharpen. Sharpen the the price. There's always going to be a tenant at $1.00. There's probably going to be a tenant at $2. There's probably going to be a tenant at $3. So what point are you willing to drop? I'm not saying just go out there and have your rents, but think about how much you can tolerate to reduce it if you do need to find someone quickly.
0: Now, do you have any stories for us about oh. a landlord who's maybe
1: done this? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, look, I think probably one of the things that often I'll tell people to do is if you're kind of at 500 or, or 600, Drop it five bucks so you fall into the category below. Oh, that's quite a good idea, yeah.
0: actually. You know, I've Why done. Why do you always seem so surprised
1: when I have these good ideas? Well, I don't know. I'm just not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to being the one with the good ideas.
0: <laughs> now, look, guys, I've done this as well. I had to drop rents from 420 to 405, I think it was, or 425 to 405 for one property I had. Well, you've got to work out, like, you know, if you
1: have a week's worth of vacancy, right, and it's $500, then it's the same as reducing it
0: $10 and not having that week vacancy. As long as you can. Catch it up later is the main point. Now, number two is to change up the product. And I'm really talking about adding in appliances here. So one thing you could do is make your property a bit different to all of the other properties on TradeMe. Now, tenants don't always have bigger appliances. So washing machines, dryers, fridge freezers, dishwashers, they don't all have these that they're moving from place to place. And it can be quite common for a landlord to provide those. Especially because those bigger, heavier appliances, they're hard to move in and they're more expensive. So including these within your property, buying some, it can make it much easier for tenants to say, Yep, okay, I'm going to move in. I don't need to find a fridge. Yep, I'm going to move in. I don't need to find a washing machine.
1: And if you don't want to go in and buy them, you just say right now, you know, it's a little bit more of a challenging rental market, although I have heard anecdotally that that's changing quite quickly. But, you know, let's say it's a harder market right now, middle of winter. Maybe what you can do, rather than outlay buying these units, you can just rent them for a period of time. So you might go and rent them for a year. And then when those tenants exit, then you might not offer them next time round.
0: Or oh, do you know what? I mean, you could always just put it in the trade me listing, say landlord will provide washing machine and fridge, and then if the tenant says, yes, I want that, get it from Mr. Rental. Then do it, yeah, absolutely.
1: Number three is cosmetically renovate the property. So change the product. So if the property isn't renting, maybe it's just not the product the tenant wants. So call the property manager if you've got one, Ask for examples of properties that are renting quickly in today's market and then make any adjustments that you need to. So, if your property's old and dated now and it's got yellowing wallpaper and the carpet is bad, simple fix get it painted, get new carpet. We're not talking here about big renovations like we would with Ilsa. So, we're just talking about cosmetic stuff and it could be just, you know, carpet paint, a little bit of maintenance, freshening up, light switches, all those kind of things. I would even do things like Say it was an apartment and there was an outdoor patio, maybe you put some furniture out there or something like that. Just make it more
0: appealing. And I think here, the really important part is the first bit. Calling the property managers and being like, hey, if my property hasn't rented for three months, what has rented quickly? What's a similar property, You know, same number of bedrooms, similar part of town? What are some properties that are renting quickly? If you can diagnose that that is your problem, that actually your product just ain't that appealing to people, that's when you'd go ahead and do this. If it turns out that everything's a bit slower, you might not go out and just start ripping up your carpet and replacing it straight away. But if you can diagnose that that is your problem, then that's where you'd actually go ahead and do it. Now, number four is to offer some sweetness, So change the promotion effectively. And I think you'd only do this if you've tried some of the other things on the list and they're not working. So you actually need to add in some sweetness. So things like offering the first week's rent for free. That's a very common thing that people do. You know, a couple of others, maybe offering free power for the first three months up to a certain limit. Maybe even paying their moving costs. So paying for the professional movers to pick up their stuff, move it in. Or even allowing pets, which admittedly is not really a sweetener, but would broaden the number of tenants who you could potentially attract. And again, I don't think that these are the sorts of ones that are really going to move the dial. But if you're needing to get somebody in, this can help it stand out a little bit more than it otherwise would and give the tenants a reason to choose your property over another one. Number five, and I think this is
1: probably one of my big ones, check the trade me listing and change the promotion. So the first part of that is whatever's written that gives the tenant the details that they need to know. So when's the property available from, what does the property have in it, what's close by, and the things that you're willing to be open around tenants' requests. So things like pets or different types of leases, longer leases, or or maybe shorter leases. So- just giving people a bit of options, but also really making sure that your ad is or seems professionally put together. The second part to that, which I think is really important, is good quality photography. So not just something off your iPhone, not just a couple of photos off your iPhone. Actually get someone like open to view out who you'd use if you're selling a property. And you should treat this the same, because you are selling it, you're just selling it for a lease. So you might want to get some staging in. If there's not a tenant in there at the moment, you might want to do some mini staging. If you've got a brand new property, hey, look, if you can get some professional photos, you're probably going to use these for the next 15 years every time the property becomes vacant. So consider it a reasonable investment into your future.
0: And actually, I really want to talk about the one where you're open to tenant requests. So as everybody knows, recently moved into a new property, temporarily moved down to Christchurch. And I was looking for a place, found a great one, and they wanted a minimum lease of 12 months and no furniture in it. Well, we got in touch, or I got in touch and said, well, would you furnish it and would you take six months? They came back, said yeah, okay, fine, we'll do that for you, even though my request was a bit out there, I suppose, compared to what they were looking for. But because of that, I ended up paying about $250 more than they were advertising it for and all happy. Now, in that specific instance, they didn't say they were open to other requests. I just asked for it. But if you can show that you're open, there are people out there with different situations. So just kind of saying you're open to it, I think is a good thing. Number six on my list is to make it really easy and convenient for tenants to book in with you. So I don't know anything about this landlord who's who's had this property without any tenants for three months, but I'm assuming, and this might not be the case, but I'm going to assume that maybe they are managing this themselves. So if you're managing the rental yourself and trying to do the viewings, you've got to be able to show the tenants the properties at the time they want to view the property, because they might want to go look at three, four, maybe five, properties that they're going to move into, find the right one for them. So you've got to be flexible with the time. So if you're targeting, say, a family, because you've got a standalone house, you might have to do weekend viewings, because that's when families are going to be available, both partners. If you're targeting a young professional couple, my understanding is they tend to like to do it. After work to go look at these. So, you do need to be flexible. You can't make the tenants bend to your schedule. That's why I like to have a property manager because I should not be doing viewings. And also, my schedule does not allow me to be able to go and do that and nip out from work at 2 p.m. in the afternoon if that's what works for a tenant to be able to do. Whereas a property manager, that's part of their job. They're full time available to do that. And Andrew, what's the last one? Number seven on our list. Number seven is ask
1: yourself if you've got the right house, which is product. So, Look, if this was a house in South Auckland and it had been empty for three months, I would be shocked. Something's drastically wrong if that's the case. Because if you've got the right house in that area, it's going to be rent out at a price. But if the property's in a small town like Picton or Hast, which is on the West Coast, population 84 then it probably wouldn't be surprising that it's taking this long to rent. So you might need to go back to, is this the right product to begin with? And if it's not, sometimes
0: it's better just to get rid of that property. Well, when you're thinking about a property being empty for three months, where do you think it is? I mean, we've got no oh, no information. I, I was, when
1: I read it, I was thinking it must be in a
0: small region like that or somewhere, somewhere on the outskirts. I was thinking that Or maybe the middle of central Auckland. My understanding is there are quite a few apartments that have had issues renting because no students, limited amount of people coming into the country still. But just coming back to your comment about product, Andrew, you also have to think about whether this is a short term blip or whether this is a long term issue. So, what I mean by that is if it is in a tiny wee town, it's in Haast, population 84, or maybe it's in Westland, and you are struggling to find a tenant, then perhaps that is a long term issue. You've got the wrong product to begin with. Yep. But it could also be short term. So, let's think that it's Auckland Central. The market's in flux at the moment lack of students, COVID changing people's behaviours where perhaps they want to rent somewhere with more space. Perhaps we're still waiting for more tourists to come back, some of those Airbnbs to from long-term rentals back into the short-term market. And if that was the case, you might decide to still hold on to that property and then use some of these other points on the list to make it through while you wait for that market to recover. Because those seven things, they can certainly help you shorten that time down. Changing the rent, adding appliances in, renovating the property if it needs it, perhaps adding in some of those sweeteners and making sure the promotion is right through the photography and you know some mini staging. And then also make it convenient for the tenants to view it. And then ultimately deciding, is it the right product in the first place? Now, of these seven things, which is your favourite, Andrew? Uh,
1: Definitely, they're they're getting the advertising right. And another thing actually that I forgot to mention is be a bit more creative than just going on Trade Me. I know that one of our friends is developing an app at the moment where, or, or a website, where they will help promote your properties on Facebook marketplaces. So
0: being a bit more proactive about the number of eyes that that gets in front of, which I think is a great idea. I know in some other instances where we might have a couple of properties coming to market from one development, you might just start advertising it both on Facebook and Instagram as well yep. to get it in front of people. And that's something we've done in the past.
1: We, we used to do, I remember, believe it or not, when Rollison was first you know, going ahead, uh, you know, people didn't kind of know much about it. And so we actually would go around and put ads on the notice boards of like Countdown in Hornby. <laughs> <laughs> look, honestly, Ed, I, I say things like this take- to Ed and he thinks that like, I, I come from an era where fax machines were the norm and- um, You do? Yeah, I you know.
0: You know, God, it's like back in 1960 where perhaps people actually looked at the community notice boards in the supermarket. But look, genuinely, if your property has been untenanted for three months, have a go with some of these things. And if you're not using a property manager, you really should be, give it a go. Right, let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Property Academy podcast. And if you have a friend who's perhaps looking for a tenant right now or soon will be, share this podcast with them. It'll help them out. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Edward Knight. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tips, and insights to help you get the most of the Zealand property market. Until next time.